The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined by Jerry Karaya, and we're going to talk about hard assets. We're going to talk about money that protects and money that's going to grow during these times. Jerry, before we started the show, I saw a, a quote, and I'm not going to name who said the quote. If you're, you know, you can you can think about who this famous person may be who said this quote, and it goes like this: "The economy of imaginary wealth is being inevitably replaced by the economy of real valuables and hard assets." I'm not going to say who said it, but that is a very wise quote right there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can send us a tweet. You can throw a comment in the YouTube. Uh, let us know who you think it might be. Uh, we'll tell you next week. If you follow Kevin Fernandez, is it eighty five at Maybe on Instagram eighty two? Kevin Fernandez eighty two on Instagram. That's a great that's a great source. Dominoes, baby. We we're going to talk about some dominoes today. We're going to be talking about. From a micro perspective, if you're if you're just focused on what's right in front of you, and not thinking anything more than that, then you're going to follow the central banks and what their narratives are, and these job reports that you're seeing, and the job owning, job owning, job owning. Um, it's it's pushed the price down. So we're going to talk about buying the freaking dip today as well. In the bigger picture, we also have central uh, not central bank currencies, gold backed currencies. Which might, which might lead into central bank currencies. We'll see if the discussion goes there. We don't know yet. Um, Argyle Diamonds, speaking of quality assets, Argyle Diamond saga continues. You've got to listen to this. This is a crazy new thing that's happened, and it is uh, blowing up in certain circles. We want to get you caught up to date on what's happening with Argyle Pink Diamonds recently. And to start... Jerry, there are some that think good times are rolling. Look at the job numbers. We can talk about that. But there is a doctor who says, no, you should beware. Before we get to what the doctor's saying, let's talk about these job numbers. They are, they are ridiculous. It's like that TV show, Ridiculousness. They are absolutely ridiculous. I saw a list uh, earlier today on Telegram, just listing all of the companies that are firing people, thousands of people being fired. And all of a sudden, you've got half a million jobs in the US and a whole bunch of them, a whole whack loader in the government, mm-hmm. right? I don't even know if they've actually been hired. What, right. do you, what were your initial thoughts when you saw a crazy number like that? Did you think, that's it? The economy's turning around. We're saved. Mm-hmm. We can we can go back to spending money. And I guess, you know, don't worry about the cost of chicken eggs and things like that. I had a feeling that they were going to break the expectations. So the expectations I don't have off the hand, but the expectations were blown out of the water. This number was multiple times beyond what market was anticipating. And we see in one chart just a breakdown of where the jobs were, what industries were they, they were in. There was 128,000 jobs in leisure and hospitality. So restaurant jobs, bartending positions, hotel, hospitality. And we could break it down further. There's a lot of people getting two jobs, Jeremy. This is the reality of what's going on. And a lot, a lot more people are looking for two or potentially three jobs. It, it kind of defies logic because 
over the course of the week, we saw a lot of earnings missing, um, a lot of layoffs, big multi-billion dollar corporations slashing jobs. Where are they going? And But the market is, is translating that as, well, they're leaning up. They're getting lighter, leaner, meaner. So this company is going to now be profitable. Yes. But this is not, that's one way of looking at it, like strictly an algorithmic and a trade, a, a trade angle. But in reality, the way we should be looking at it is, is these are lives being destroyed. This is, this is not good for the growth of society and the betterment of society. This is actually, you know, turning to turning even worse in, into into you know looking at the global economy and looking at hope hopelessness has just continued to mount it's 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 part of a wider story of distortion it is right when you're printing all this money you create distorted markets and the idea of looking at a company that's fired a bunch of people to get more lean but don't look at as that. though they're as though they're an athlete um you know oh we're we're, we're shedding the weight here it's no you're, you're you're shedding jobs which means you, you know unless you've completely replaced them all by by ai over a matter of weeks that is not the case you know and i see this as as this this data this good jobs data i think that they can be justified um by the Fed, the Federal Reserve, as we know, they're they're trapped between having to hike rates and and tighten the market, but then they're trapped because they're losing money at the same time. But they can justify this jobs data, both because you know it justifies tightening, and on the one hand, because they can suggest I'm just guesstimating here that because the the economy technically has not broken yet, because look at all these great jobs that were added, we could potentially continue to hike rates, or it can justify keeping the dollar alive. But at the same time, it also justifies. Well, if it's if it's getting better and and we don't, I mean, may not have to tighten as much, so we could potentially pivot, and and not have to raise interest rates and keep tightening. The job is complete, more or less, and they can justify. Let's cut. We're losing money. Uh, let's cut interest rates. So we'll see. I mean, it fits the net, the Fed perfectly, is what I'm trying to say, because we know that they're fully trapped. Is it is it that they're just part of their own echo chamber? that they're not really connected to reality when you've got uh, people, uh, massive lineups at food banks and you're decriminalizing drugs so that people can just not do anything because as uh, Yuval Harari says, we're all just useless eaters. So we're not even paying attention. They're not even paying attention to those people. So therefore, whatever's going on in their little world is everything's great. Everything's great. But we know different. We know that this is a complete distortion, and that's what's created this this um, how did just what's happening this, in the economy. It's such, it's it. Thank you, a dystopia. Now, this doctor you were mentioning before the show says, "Beware, these are not good times." So, if you think that good times are happening in the stock market, and of course, there's there's places to win. There's, play, there's always something that's going to make money, right? During, even during COVID, it was Zoom. It was Google. There were things that could make money. There's always things you can pivot to. We're talking from a larger perspective here of can the Dow go from 35,000 points to 70,000 points over the next several years? Do you know how much economic engine and money would have to go in to push it that higher, even with distortions of, you know, the JP Morgan's getting getting a cash handout from the Fed and putting money into a into a stock that per percentage wise can drive the price higher of the Dow. Can gold double from here? 
Yeah, <laughs> yes, it can. In fact, there was an article out uh, on King World News recently uh, put out by Grady out of Sweden talking about gold versus the S&P, that it's broke out on a three-year chart, not yet on a 14 chart. Silver is lending, is leading, and now has both monthly breakout plus a back test. Precious metals outperforming the stock market means global capital is flowing into precious metals. His conclusion, it begins. We are now in a gold and silver bull market, and he says BTFD, that is buy the freaking dip when they happen. They're most likely going to be shallow and quick. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's what we're seeing today as yeah. we're recording on Friday? Do you think that this jobs number is going to quickly be um, amended or in a, in a few months it'll be amended? It definitely buys them time. Over the course of the week, there was a lot of Federal Reserve and Central Bank um, meetings. Last week was the central bank blackout period, so there was no central bank activity. There was a lot of missing what's going on, what's going to happen this week. So fast forward to this week, we had the U.S. Federal Reserve hiking interest rates. Expectations came in line. They raised rates 25 basis points to now 4.65 overnight lending, losing even more money now. Um, but the Federal Reserve did change verbiage, very dovish. On the back, on the back of the dovishness, gold and silver saw a breakout, definitely – found the momentum and started to push higher after the meeting and into the overnight. We woke up in the morning, silver hit about just under $25, and gold hit about $19.50, $60-ish. And it looked like the momentum was definitely on the side of gold and silver. Fast forward to Thursday, the European Central Bank met, the Bank of England met. They raised 50 basis points both. But the flip-flopping, Jeremy, the central banks love to flip-flop. Last month, when the European Central Bank rose interest rates, they saying we're going to keep going. We're going to go next month, and then the next month after that, and the next month. Hard talk. Hard talk. Hard talk. And then they raised yesterday. They said, we're going to go another round, but then after that, we're going to review things for a little bit. So that, ah, yes. So from a technical Let trading cooler perspective. cooler heads prevail. Yeah, so from a very short-term perspective, it dropped the, the euro. It boosts the, euro, the U.S. dollar index. As a result, gold and silver being inversely correlated gets pushed down. The momentum plus with the jobs data that came out. So buy this dip. This is a dip that we've seen. We can go through some some chart patterns and some technical charts on on, on gold and silver and the U.S. dollar sec, uh, U.S. dollar index on the next segment to come. Jerry, we've got about thirty seconds left. Can you tell us a little bit about this Fed losing money? What, what is this? The Fed's losing money. Well, because of the amount of debt, Jeremy, the amount of debt that the U.S. has is over $30 trillion now. And the cost to service that debt, the interest payments on that debt exceed the revenues that the bank is getting in. The central bank is not making any money. So not only are they not keeping inflation in check, and I don't care. I'm in line with Egon von Greyers. His latest article was CPI lies, the dollar dies. The CPI data it's going down apparently, but our costs are going up. The goods are going up in price. This was going to continue. So as the Federal Reserve is losing money, the European central banks are losing money, all central banks right now, all eyes and all spotlights are on the central banks that are basically cornered. And this is the reason why we're going to be seeing gold-backed currencies coming up. Gold, silver, 
natural fancy colored diamonds, quality assets. You're moving from imaginary assets and imaginary wealth to real things. That's why we called it the real money show. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com, and we'll be right back. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. It's all about physical assets, things that you can hold in your hand. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. Jerry, I got to tell you a quick story. Um, I was talking to a client. She had a meeting with her advisor at at one of the big banks. She said, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm, I've got physical metal in my in my TFSA." He, he was he was dumbfounded, incredulous. What what what? That no, that doesn't exist. Well, I don't put, you know, I don't blame them for not knowing that it that it does exist. That you can actually hold physical precious metals that you directly own inside a registered account outside held outside the banking system at a Brinks vault. So I don't, I don't fault them for not knowing, but here's the story. So he goes on to try to convince her, well, why would you do that? If you have an ounce of gold and it goes to $10,000 an ounce, you can't liquidate that. You're going to have to sell $10,000 worth. Can you believe that? <laughs> no. Do you, do you catch the irony in that? Well, let me explain. First of all, you've got someone in banking saying, what if it goes to 10,000 as though that would be a bad thing. The second thing would be is if you had, is if you had, um, $200,000 in metals and it goes to 10,000 and now it's worth a million dollars, ask yourself if you would care about selling off in $10,000 increments. The <laughs> answer is 100%. Nope. Exactly. So um, this, to me, not all not all advisors are 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 like that. Let's say don't know as much about the precious metals market. The advisors that listen to our show do, mm-hmm. um, but in this case, you know, they don't know. They don't know. They know. They know their lane. They don't know our lane. You don't go to a dentist and say, "Hey, I, I think I might have myocarditis." You you don't. You would go to a heart a heart specialist. And so everyone stay in their lane. We know about real money. We know about, about right. the effects of real money. And it is a great education. We know that as people learn and continue to acquire precious metals, that they level up in their thinking and their understanding of how money works. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons why we look at the Bitcoin community or the, or the cryptocurrency community a little side-eyed because there's so many arguments that get made that can only be made if you don't fully understand money. Agreed. And, you know, things about understanding intrinsic value, for instance, they always lose us on intrinsic value. And speaking of that, I I also recognize the fact that when we're talking about cryptocurrencies or advisors, I'm often feeling like uh, I'm at my best friend's wedding and uh, I don't want to say anything bad about about the blushing bride that I may not like, right? It's like, well, you know, you, ha- you still have to make your own decisions. I'm not going to stand up and say, don't do it. But, you know, we have to figure out a way to not go all in or be diversified. And on that note, Jerry, please give me a little more leash here. 
we often talk about investing uh, or or having 10 15% physical metal in a portfolio as a hedge against your portfolio because this is was was part of the a bits and associate uh, research that they showed that if you have 10 15% it'll be a good hedge because it's negatively correlated to the dollar etc cetera, etc cetera. i started thinking i'm like but many people have a lot more than that because that's where they feel safe they don't feel like having um a portfolio in chasing yield at this time for the reason i mentioned earlier in the show mm-hmm. do you think the, that the dow can double from here can the tsx double from here they've been running for for 12 13 years straight mm-hmm. and now you've got interest rates rising so those companies those zombie companies that were um living off of zero interest to pay dividends or keep the company going they're laying off people and of course it makes it look like they're leaning up and getting no. stronger maybe they're not maybe they're not maybe things aren't as good as the mainstream or lamestream uh <laughs> financial <laughs> media would let you would would have you believe and we have a doctor that says no beware the narrative right now being spun in the mainstream is that everything's getting better uh, the economy is improving the jobs the jobs data prove it uh the stock market's coming back look look at this stock chart the S&P is bottomed and we're headed back well relief is spreading among these economic analysts yes and these stock market experts but this one economist who is the chief economist of Degusa Dr Thorsten Poliet believes otherwise he says beware the big hit is yet to come so should we bid farewell to the crisis and recession worries unfortunately not he says because there is an overall economic development that is tantamount to a storm but remains unnamed by many experts and investors and that is the global contraction of the real money supply what does that mean the real money supply represents the actual purchasing power of the money and what has happened is according to this chart which shows the annual growth rate of the real money supply in the Org- organization for economic cooperation the real money supply recently contracted by 7.3% year on year there has never been any like this before in history what is the reason the enormous price in good goods prices through high inflation which was a consequence of a lot of money printing a lot of the consequence of central banks monetary policies in the course of the politically dictated lockdowns central banks have increased and blew up the money supply enormously the fed actually expanded their m2 money supply by 40% plus you factor in green policies lockdowns and the ukraine war unleashed sky high goods price inflation the reason why this is contracting now the money supply is now fallen sharply the reason loan demand is declining commercial banks are granting fewer loans and consequently the new money supply generated by bank lending is falling furthermore central banks are no longer buying government bonds which is one reason why the inflow of new money into the economy is drying up and this is why we're hearing things like liquidity crisis liquidity always and when credit expansion stops the system stops now you apply this all to current conditions we can see that a powerful negative money balance effect is unfolding he writes the initial increase in the qual- quantity of money results in a rise of the real money supply which fuels consumption and production then 
goods price inflation takes off, and at the same time, monetary expansion slows down. Stop that QE, stop that money printing, they say. The result is a very sharp decline in the real money stock, which in turn leads to lower economic activity and even recession. So just very quick to kind of interpret that a little bit, the idea here is they're slamming the brakes on the economy, central banks, raising interest rates. And what we're, what we're feeling in a very large time slowed down way is the cars hit the brakes and there's that moment before your body jerks forward mm -hmm. where it's just all in suspension. Yes. And that's basically the economy is everything's just in suspension, but it's about to slam um, with, I, I mean, the effects are, are being seen. Mm -hmm. it's, it's starting to happen, but they slammed on the, they, they effectively slammed on the brakes. It's, it's going to be a crash. It is going to be a hard landing. How do you prepare for a hard landing? If, I mean, I don't feel personally that it, it could be soft landing. I, I mean, unless, unless what we're watching in real time, you know, is the hard landing. It's like in mm -hmm. slow motion, it's happening. You're seeing all of these things accumulating, but I don't think the real one has happened yet. Oh, the big one has happened yet. So how do we prepare for the big one? Well, this is what's driving the uncertainty and the lack of confidence. He writes, even just to conclude, he says a recession will likely put indebted economies under severe stress, like the emerging markets. Um, certain populations are under severe stress. Look at the U.S. credit card debt. Debt is jumping to 18.5 billion. Many debtors will no longer be able to service their debts. Loan defaults increase. As a result, banks become reluctant to grant new loans and, de and demand repayment of expiring loans. Investor confidence in debt-ridden economies and financial markets are dwindling. The result would be a fulminant credit crisis, at least at the scale of the one in the great financial crisis of 08-09. Investors fear that their interest and principal payments will not be made. Credit markets freeze up, and the unbacked monetary system is headed for a collapse. The economic pain would be enormous. This is, the this is why the reasons we stress the solution is to decouple from these paper assets, decouple from the derivatives market. That is even getting out of the derivatives market, of the gold market. Don't buy the certificates. Don't buy the ETFs. Because as Egon von Greyers of Matterhorn wrote, there are 200 more times paper gold sold via certificates and than there is actual physical gold. When you buy physical gold, you're now decoupling your wealth, decoupling your family's wealth from these risks that are inherent in these paper derivatives markets that are about to explode, Jeremy. Hey, listen, there was breaking news on, on uh, Gold Telegraph a couple days ago. Blackstone says it blocked withdrawals from its $69 billion real estate income trust in January. Think about that. Capital controls. They blocked... Yep. No withdrawals. Here's one. This goes along with what you were just saying. Ray Dalio, Ray Dalio billionaire investor. He said uh, yesterday that we are in a world where money as we know it is in jeopardy. It's an understatement. Currencies around the world are cracking. This happens when economists think they can solve all the economic problems simply by printing money. Controlling interest rates. Give us control. 
Let us centrally control your interest rates. Well, what else do you think you'd like to have centrally controlled? <laughs> the price of bacon? Where does it end? Right. This is the problem. They're controlling it. It never ends. And, and Greenspan, I think he was, it might have been a conversation with Ron Paul. Um, he was testifying and he said yep. basically, well, what we try to do is mimic uh, gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what, he, what they were saying, which is to say these fragile human men who pretend to be wizards do not have the discipline that thousands of years of a finite asset has. And there's a reason why the BRICS nations are moving towards gold. There is a reason they are doing that. Um, Russia last year bought a record amount of gold. China's buying gold. Russia and Iran are creating a gold-backed stablecoin so that they can do trading. Um, Saudi Arabia walked right into the lion's den and said, "In Davos, and said we are we're open to any currency. Mm -hmm. Goodbye petrodollar. You know, um, it's happening. It's happening. It's uh, the Great Awakening versus the Great Reset. The Great Reset are backing down." They are falling like dominoes, as as our, our friend says on, on his Instagram channel. Love it. And, you know, I think people have a lot of doom as well. They're following all of this, and they don't see the good things that are happening, the big, big changes that are happening. Being defensive and owning physical metal as an asset as opposed to owning debts is a powerful thing. The way we use our money and the you know people think they don't have power but they do you don't like yes. you don't yeah. like what a certain programming is exactly. happening at a big network hey you unsubscribe Un unplug unsubscribe you don't you don't like the up. you don't like the narratives being put forth uh, in movies and woke stuff in hollywood guess what you don't go to the movies you don't buy popcorn you have the control you have the control you walk with your money that's right and and there are businesses now that are saying you know what maybe we should get politics out of our business rightfully so yeah. we have power with our money with our currency you can own physical assets gold is a de facto standard and another last thing just to bookend this advisors always have this knee-jerk reaction to say that gold is volatile and people come into our office and we show them the gold price performance chart over the last 15 years that it's had two down years in canadian dollars over the last 15 years gold um one was less than, I think, 5%. And you say, where's the volatility? Where's the volatility? It's real money. It's real money. So we want you to consider having some physical, real money as part of your portfolio and part of your asset holding. And to do that, you just give us a call, one eight seven seven eight silver Or you go to the website, guildhallwealth.com. And if you're excited, as we are, you want to buy the freaking dip, Go to the e-store, guildhallpreciousmetals.com. You can buy an ounce of gold there. You can buy a 100-ounce bar of silver. You can schedule your pickup. Uh, we can have it shipped to you. You can pay by e-transfer. Super, super easy. Just log on from the comfort of your home. You have the control. You can undigitize your wealth. You can become your own central bank. This is The Real Money Show on AM640. There's more to come. Quality assets on AM640.
You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. We do have a correction we need to make, Jerry. Yeah, sorry about that. Regarding the U.S. credit card debt, I mentioned that it jumped $8.5 billion to $8.5 billion. In fact, it hit a record of $930 billion, Jeremy. So it's up 18.5%. So this is a crazy number. Delinquencies are on the rise. It's definitely something to watch. Yeah, you know, when you're seeing all these debts and you, you imagine the amount of money being paid out to service the debt, was once the size of the debt itself, right? Like $900 billion, whatever the numbers are. The debt was once that size. You know, it's gotten so out of control and you can see the shift. The shift's coming in the bond market. It's going from valuing debt to valuing goods, to valuing quality assets. And so the ultimate quality asset is a natural fancy colored diamond. They're incredibly rare. They happen to be incredibly beautiful. It's not just a luxury asset, but it's a luxury investment. They're so incredibly rare. And what's very interesting to kind of jump into this segment is uh, I'm going to read this direct from Tiffany's, Tiffany & Co.'s uh, Instagram account. Uh, unearthed in the final year, the, the now-closed mine Argyle offered Tiffany a final bespoke curation of pink diamonds. The acquisition of the Argyle Pink Diamonds, the Tiffany Collection, is a testament to our authority on exquisite gems. Since their inception, Tiffany and Argyle have shared the belief that a diamond is not only valued for its extraordinary rarity and beauty, but also that it has been responsibly mined and sourced. This new collection of stones is no exception. Now, Jerry, you got to see, I don't know if I sent this to you, but you have to see the responses people they're having to respond to the responses saying please contact us here for your inquiries so many people want to get involved because these are very difficult stones to get and they also come with a certain amount of cachet because it is an argyle mine diamond so people really want these when you heard about this tiffany uh, collaboration with argyle were you surprised not at all, Jeremy. I think the mere the mere fact that uh, despite the closure of the Argyle mine uh, in 2020, there has been a lot of development. Uh, beyond Just beyond the closure of the mine, it was Rio Tinto CEO, Sinead Kaufman. He noted that this is the beginning of a new chapter for the Argyle Pink Diamonds to ensure they maintain their value and investment potential as a finite, unrepeatable natural resource and achieve the status of outstanding heritage diamonds. As a result, the Rio Tinto, Rio Tinto brand is looking at implementing, number one, a concierge, uh, sorry, a certification service. Two, a concierge trading platform for certified Argyle Pink Diamonds. Thirdly, a beyond rare tender platform. So the fact that the Rio Tinto's decision to retain and continue to manage the Argyle brand rather than sell it off after closing the diamond comes as a very welcome development and it bodes incredibly well for our investors. And then 
you know, seeing this in the news, obviously, Tiffany's being a wise brand, decided to jump on board. They only accessed about 30 diamonds, 30 some odd diamonds from that was remaining from the Argyle in availability. Probably what close to what Liebisch got in one of the last years of the tender. So. He got a bunch of investors together and said, hey, we're going to overbid and we're going to grab as many of these last diamonds from the tenders as we can possibly get. I know they went way overbidding on them, maybe too much, but they know in the long term it's going to be worth it. You don't get all that money together and overpay if you don't think and know, and this is a guy who's been in the business for decades, mm -hmm. that you don't know what the, what the value of these are going to be exactly. in five, ten years. And if you could have predicted what's going to happen now with inflation and um, you know the devaluing of everything, which means the price is rising and everything, of what that could possibly do to the colored diamond market. The market will continue to rise as a result. That's what it did in the past. It it does have that inverse correlation with the with the US dollar, with other major currencies. So the Instagram page is global. Savvy investors globally want to acquire these assets because they see what's going on with the market. We see through what's going on with the currencies and we need to access quality hard assets that will stand the test of time. Now with Guildhall, you can, you can go to our website and see some of the diamonds that we have available. You can also um, you know, make an appointment, come to the office, and we'll give you a bit of a tutorial about what to look for in, in a natural fancy color diamond and how to understand the value. And Jerry, we also have a feature this week that you wanted to quickly mention. Yeah, because one of my clients was asking, you know, I can only imagine what Tif Tiffany's will charge for one of these diamonds. But what we can tell you is that you can acquire our feature diamond, which is a 0.29 carat naturally, natural fancy intense pink emerald cut VS2 diamond. This is a very beautiful, very rare stone that has many features and benefits, making it a very viable investment grade stone. We go after the best. We take the guesswork out of what to look for in rarity. Guildhall specializes in rare quality hard assets that will stand the test of time for your portfolio. And this is a very, very unique stone. And being intense color of color with an even distribution of color throughout the stone, this will make an absolute gem for your portfolio. Your hard asset portfolio needs this. And I encourage you to get in touch, uh, look at this color diamond and request the report. Our very own Nicole is back. She's our GIA diamond grader and our diamond expert. She put the report together. You want to see this report right now. Get in touch. The number 18778silver, the website guildhallwealth.com. More to come on The Real Money Show on AM640. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver The website, guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, I, I noticed that people are looking for, um, you know, higher land. They're, they're looking for protection. They're looking for ways to not just survive, but thrive over the next several years. It certainly feels, I'd like to get your thoughts on it. It certainly feels um, that things are, you know, we, we've woken up in a, in a Canada that we don't recognize in many respects. And as much as 
as we've said, and we've started a drinking game, the dominoes have been falling. I saw yesterday the Liberals just backed off on a, on a bill with, with guns. Um, you know, there's certain things that there's a lot of backing up going on, mm -hmm. but you can't help but feel the, the bad news that are out there. And it almost, to me, feels like that's, that's almost done on purpose to keep you in this fearful stupor. It really tests your faith. But we know what the answer is, in many respects, is the quality of the money. I remember we, you and I talked about a couple of weeks ago about Gresham's Law and the idea of it's very easy to fix everything. It could all be fixed in a snap. All you have to do is to make some very simple yet big changes in terms of the quality of money. Yeah, exactly. And we do have a currency problem, that chart that we show people when they come in to, to prove that gold is not as volatile as they think, that in fact it's the currencies that are volatile, heading down on, on average 9 to 10%. You're losing 9 to 10% purchasing power every year. Um, and finding higher ground in gold and silver means that you're converting out of these worthless, debased currencies, these paper fiat, because the fiat is out of control. It allows and it permits the central bankers who care nothing more than just getting rich and control and power to print and print and print to a point where the debts matter. And we have, we're at that point. And we're seeing the culmination of an furthering of a restructuring in the global financial system. It is being restructured. Whether you want to ignore it or not, that's up to you. But the fact is, whenever there is a restructuring, that restructuring always involves gold. And it's coming back. It's already in the storehouses of those who have the control right now, the countries that have resources, the countries that have oil and minerals that are necessary for the industrialization for the years to come. So it's a very promising time for gold. It is, yes, your wealth insurance to begin. Safeguard your wealth from inflation. Protect during stagflation. Thrive during stagflation. Gold and silver are going to explode higher. But at the same time, you're coupling in global restructuring, Jeremy, Bretton Woods 3, the R5 BRICS currency. This is massive news, and this cannot be ignored. There are people in the community who don't believe in a gold standard. But as Gresham's law proves, he who has the gold makes the rules. And when you have an issue with the confidence of the currency, and when you want a fairer payment system that you cannot get kicked out of, kicked off of, it relies on a new system. We, we need a new system to improve trade, to bring back confidence and trust. And this is exactly what the BRIC nations are doing. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day in the office about what would happen if there was a, a gold standard and the fact that um, how would that work with um, the deglobalization that's happening? And one of the things that you get is, I should say, one of the issues that you have now or have had over the last... A few decades is that when you're dealing in a business partner globally, you have someone, an entity that could lower the value of their currency because there's no real peg. And so they can undermine a business deal by making their currency cheaper to make you want to buy the stuff from that country. But if you're on a gold standard, wouldn't it be that you can't do that? And so now it's about who's producing the best quality product and who's doing the best job. Mm -hmm. And that's where you start to say, well, it's actually easier for me to bring a factory back to North America and have it produced here because it's not cheaper anymore because this country can't undermine 
the shipping. Mm -hmm. They can't undermine everything that's going on. And so you get a big restructuring. And that's why part of, I truly believe that things can change rapidly once you have this uh, discipline in place mm -hmm. of the monetary system. And it's happening. Yeah. It's happening whether you like it or not. Jerry, you've got a couple, a couple minutes left. And, and one of the things I feel that I'm, I'm seeing a lot, and I know we've talked about it a little bit here and there, is this kind of boogeyman of central bank digital currencies. I think people think of it like it's going to come to um, a credit score system like, you know, World Economic Forum or winning and, and you know, we're, we're going to be uh, eating, eating bugs and controlling our, our money is going to be controlled whether, you know, based on our economic thoughts and things like this. Mm -hmm. But there's another way of looking at it, too, of if it is digitally backed by gold and the central banks have been... Uh, broken up a little bit, kind of like a la Danielle DiMartino Booth at the end of her book. She makes some some suggestions about how, you know, the Fed could be kind of broken down a little bit and now we can kind of get the control back. This is also the problem that, that I feel crypto people have. You don't you can't avoid the system if you have a banker in government problem. That's right. You know, if you have kind if of have a fascist fiat. movement kind of happening, you're not going to avoid that. You're not going to run away from that, no matter how high the hill, you know, uh, ain't no valley low enough. Um, you know, you're not going to do it. So we have to get rid of those entities. And I do feel like they're backing away. Yeah, I do feel the same way. You need a quality asset to improve the quality of the system. And truth be told that the gold, the quality asset that they're moving towards is gold is potentially silver tier one capital. You were talking about that potentially. Uh, my, I, my ears are open to that. I spoke with some a financial professional two days ago who believes that is the case that it's that's going to come down the line. Um, but you're I agree with the central bank digital currency idea, um, which is a part of their their great reset agenda. It is the same thing. It's just fiat 2.0, which is the same uh, same Marxist policy of printing, and that's that would be a dream for Karl Marx to have total control. And but the fact that just like any crypto for the crypto space, if it's not adopted, the crypto goes bye bye. If and, and if the major players like the BRIC nations now we have Saudi in there, and potentially having Venezuela getting back into the into the trade system, backing it up with gold, having a digital backing with gold. Bretton Woods 3, R5 currency, look that up. This was the recent article from Goldbacked Currencies to Replace the U.S. Dollar from Cradle.co. It's an article by Pepe Escobar. You need to read that. That's a very important read to understand what's happening with the BRIC nations today. And you need to consider having some, some hard assets in your portfolio, quality assets that perform during these uncertain times the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com this has been the real money show on am640 thank you everyone we look forward to speak with you next week the preceding was a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of chorus entertainment